Do plants get stressed? Well, it seems like a really mind-blowing question, right? Do plants, like humans, get stressed? I know I do when I have like a hundred homework assignments, but do plants get stressed for different reasons? Hi, I'm your host, Akshay, and in this episode, I'm going to take you into the deep dive, or I should say deep dig, into the science of plants and answering the mind-blowing question that most of you have. Do plants get stressed? Let's get right into this amazing and planty science. Now, do plants get stressed and how? Well, the short answer is yes, plants do get stressed. Here's how. You see, plants, they may just look like they're just sitting there, but a lot is going on. They're constantly taking in nutrients, spitting out oxygen, taking in carbon dioxide, and also sucking up nutrients from the soil. Well, it all just looks like they're sitting there, but all this is going on behind the scenes and under the roots of the plants. Now, what role does that have to play when it gets stressed? Well, plants get stressed because of something that's not right in their environment. You see, if they're lacking in water and they don't have enough water, they might be stressed about that. Or if they're insects and other things that are making them stressed out, that will get them stressed out. These are separated into abiotic and biotic stresses. Abiotic are things that are not living and biotic are things that are living. Well, these stressors can include sunlight, drought, and those are all abiotic because they're not really living things. And other biotic factors include insects and other plants that are around them, like plants that are competing for their space. So why do these plants get stressed? Well, they show the stress through losing leaves, wilting, or even dying. And they even release hormones and chemicals into the air to warm other, to warn other plants. And it's just amazing how they communicate with, with each other. Because when one plant gets stressed, for example, if an insect is biting it, it has receptors on it that send out signals to other plants. And those plants can also prepare for themselves with their defenses. And these plants also get stressed for a variety of reasons. In fact, one of the types of this stress that happens all the time is not even that kind of rare, especially if you live in the northern hemisphere when seasons change a lot and the temperature decreases and increases a lot. You can see plants getting stressed. For example, when it gets too hot in the summer, they start to lose their leaves or get dried up because they don't have enough water. The same goes when it's almost winter time. Plants start to lose their leaves as a response to it and they get stressed about it. Now, the definition of stress for plants is obviously different from us to humans, but it's similar because they're able to show that stress in a way, and that stress that they're undergoing can be impacted by the temperature, even the plants around them. And that's how plants get stressed. Plants and trees cope with these stresses or defend themselves against these stresses by releasing hormones and changing the way the plant functions. For example, for some of these abiotic stressors, remember, abiotic is something that's not living, such as drought and cold, they're able to reserve their energy and reserve their resources so that they're able to still survive. Plants are very, very resilient and they're able to survive through all of these things. Then what about biotic? What about biotic factors and these biotic stressors? Well, that is where it gets very, very, very interesting. You see, when something or a pathogen or even a caterpillar eats a plant or damages the plant, it'll start releasing, it'll start releasing chemicals. And those chemicals will warn other plants around them. 
and they will ramp up their defenses to defend against all of these um all of these stressors and the caterpillars and everything. There are actually a lot of studies being done on this, and it's a very very interesting field. In fact, you know when you mow grass, you get that freshly cut smell of grass. Well, some people like that smell, but for plants, that's a warning call. It's because the grass emits all these scents and all these chemicals, and those chemicals actually warn other grass around it to ramp up their defenses because when they get cut, it's actually kind of hurting the plant. So they're able to kind of defend themselves in a very, very interesting way. Plants, they might not look like much above the ground, but in the ground and inside of them, there is a lot going on. That's why plants are the best. And that's why Mr. Tree and his friends are the best. Alright, before I go hang out with Mr. Tree. Wait, get it? Like, hang out? Tree? Branches? <laughs> Seriously, no reaction? That was funny. Well, anyway, before I go, let's review what we learned in this episode. In this episode, we answered a question, Do plants get stressed? The short answer is yes, they do get stressed. And this is because of a lot of different factors. Abiotic or non-living things and biotic like living things. Such as drought or some biotic, abiotic factors. And some biotic factors include other plants and even insects. All of these make the plant stressed. And that kind of, it's the unfavorable for the plant. The plant doesn't really like those things because it wants all the nutrients and wants to live in peace and happiness. Well, these plants actually defend themselves with different chemicals, hormones, to keep themselves safe. Plants are very, very resilient. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Spectacular Science. Spectacular Science is produced and hosted by me, Akshay J. Raman. Our theme song and additional music are by Charan Ramachandran. Please visit my website, SpectacularSci.com, to find interactive activities, articles, and blog posts. That's SpectacularSCI.com. Do you have a science question that you want answered on a Spectacular Science episode and get a special shout-out? Well, grab an adult or parent and head over to SpectacularSci.com contact. There you can find a contact form and my email address where you can send me your amazing science questions. Thank you so much. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening right now. It really encourages me and you will be up to date on all the new episodes. Subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode of Spectacular Science next week. Keep thinking about science. That's right, Mr. Tree. Keep thinking about science.